Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good afternoon. It's the Ben Ferguson Show. Nice to be with you. Little League World Series is something that many Americans love to watch. So imagine you're one of the kids in the Little League World Series and you are threatened with arrest if you don't leave your hotel within 30 minutes because one of the kids on your team that's supposed to be on ESPN and is supposed to be living out their dream of playing in the Little League World Series tests positive for covid That is exactly what happened. It is a story that is not being told, and we're going to expose it right now. There is a team of kids, I'm talking about children, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, right, from Greenville, North Carolina. Their team was, I think you could say based on stats, the best team in the Southeast. Undefeated in tournament play, they were just two wins away from the Little League World Series. Their games were already going to be on ESPN. These kids were living the dream until they got one child who had a COVID-19 positive test that came back. What happened then is disgusting. ESPN and the Little League International wanted this PR problem to disappear. They were threatened with arrest if they didn't leave the, quote, whatever you want to call it, segregated hotel or COVID bubble hotel within 30 minutes. Here's the problem. The parents weren't even at the hotel. Why? Because ESPN and Little League International would not allow parents to stay with their kids in the bubble hotel, which had total strangers in the hotel. These children, who many of them took it literally, believed that they were going to be put in handcuffs and taken to jail because one of them 
had a COVID positive test. Why did they want them out of the hotel so quickly? One reason. They wanted this PR nightmare to disappear. As soon as Little League World Series or Little League International and ESPN found out that a team had a COVID player, they didn't want it on TV. They wanted them gone. And they wanted them gone from from town before their story could be told. Here's the kick in the pants. The child who tested, quote, positive for COVID-19 doesn't have COVID. That's right. He doesn't even have COVID. He has had four or five tests. One of them right after they were told he had COVID, it came back negative. And every test since then has come back negative. Did ESPN call to check on the kid? Did Little League International call to check on the kid? Did they call to see if the whole team came down with COVID since they were in a bubble? Did they check to see if this was a super spreader event? The answer on all that is no, because ESPN didn't give a crap about these kids, and neither did Little League International. Joining me now to talk about this is a father who's also a doctor of this team coming from Greenville, the the Tar Heel All-Stars. You guys uh, went through hell last weekend as you had to look at your kids and tell them you don't get to play. How did all this go down and what happened? Uh, Thank you so much, Ben, for having me uh, on your broadcast, and I really appreciate you helping get this story out. This is one of the saddest tragedies that's ever befallen a group of kids who have spent years working towards this goal. Uh, These kids are devastated. These kids have been playing as a team in the postseason for the last four years. Uh, This is a team that won the Southeast Regional Tournament as 10-year-olds, outscoring all of their opponents 95-17 to in postseason play. Uh, COVID destroyed their opportunity to go beyond uh, last year. And then the 12-year is is the penultimate goal for all children, all boys and girls who grow up dreaming about playing Little League Baseball. Um, This team has worked incredibly hard, two-a-day practices, unbelievable amounts of sacrifice on the parts of uh, their parents, financially giving up all their time. Some families saved for several years to be able to bring their children to experience this opportunity of playing in Warner Robins. Uh, these kids 100% earned that right, definitively earned that right, unquestionably. Um, and what happened to them is a tragedy on so many levels. I, I'm not even sure. Let, and let's talk, uh, let's talk about that. Uh, you, let's go to Saturday, August 7th. I mean, this, is, this just okay. happened. Sure, uh, sure. Your team yeah. shows up uh, to, be, uh, to participate in the Southeast Regional Tournament. You are told after your kids are taken away from you in quarantine, right? That's you guys weren't even really allowed to interact with them. Uh, you guys were they were they were basically totally isolated as a team with these protocols. Uh, they are they are together on their own bus, not with their parents going to the tournament. You guys then have to do your testing. The kids do. And one of the kids on your team comes back positive. Now, I want you to talk, before we get into all the testing, how they treated you like leopards gave you no support when your kid found, when the one kid was accused of having COVID. I want to say that the corruption of Little League International goes to the highest depths of executive management. 
This organization that purports to be all about the health, well-being, and safety of the children did nothing to ensure the safety and well-being of our children. So just to frame this, we were very concerned about COVID. We are one of the only leagues that had full season play, had full postseason play, uh, and was regularly being tested, was regularly being careful, no real outbreaks of COVID, no incidents of COVID among players in our regular season. The interesting thing is that Little League International sponsors the divisional and the state tournaments, as well as the regional and Little League World Series tournaments. So there were crickets from Little League International about the divisional and the state playoffs. So there's no COVID policy. There's no COVID testing. There's no telling you where to stay or how to stay or anything like that. There's nothing. So we win the state championship completely devoid of Little League international COVID protocol interference, as did all the other teams around the nation. Then, in getting ready to go to Warner Robins, we are told on a parent Zoom meeting that we will have to sign waivers, that everyone has to agree to the Little League International's COVID protocol, that this protocol has been thoughtfully planned out and deeply vetted, and it is the best plan that they could come up with. The only problem is I see it as a physician who's been dealing on the front lines of COVID since the inception of this horrible pandemic is that they had no reasonable medical direction whatsoever. They decided to use the same test that MLB uses because they're affiliated with MLB in some capacity. This test is not a rapid test. It is not the nasal swab test that we all know and hate to get that hurts a little bit, but gets you your test back results reliably and immediately. This is a test that is collected and then shipped to Utah. So how we frame this is we knew we were worried about COVID. We all self-tested as a team the day before leaving for Georgia. All of the kids come back negative. Then sponsor charters a bus for us out of the kindness of this community's heart. The kids are potted, masked, and separated. Now, let's be clear what potted means. I want to make clear what potted means. Sure. Potted means that the team and coaches are not allowed to interact with any other humans until play is happening on the field. So without masks and social distancing and isolation, the kids at the hotel are told where they have to stay. Parents are denied access to their children to the point where they tell them, you can have your kids' laundry put in a special laundry bag and dropped off in the lobby, and then a parent can come, one parent can come pick up all the kids' laundry. So they act like they're going to be in this unbelievable bubble, except for the reality of it is completely the opposite of what happened. When the kids get to the hotel, regardless of vaccination, the parents' status or the kids' vaccination status, nobody can be near their child. So they go to this hotel. All of their stuff is thrown in the middle of the hotel. They're told that they cannot check in until they take the Little League International's saliva test. So they are exposed to everyone. Well, here's the shocker. They are letting random strangers stay in the same hotel that the players are staying in. They put random strangers in rooms directly next to our children. They put. Players. But you're not allowed to stay with your kid because of no, Little League's we can, rules. We're vaccinated. 
we're vaccinated and we cannot say even see our kids. We cannot touch our kids. We cannot go near them. We have to leave laundry baskets at the lobby and care packages at the lobby to be delivered to our children. But they have random strangers staying directly in rooms next to them. They have children, players from other teams staying in rooms directly next to them. So they never shut off the hotel for vaccinated, associated Little League staff, players, teams, coaches. Never. They never segregated the teams according to state to also keep them potted. And then what's worse is when they go to eat the breakfast in the morning, all of the guests from the hotel are sharing the same buffet utensils. There's so no you as a parent, and, and again, no I just want to, I just want to clarify this so people really understand what Little League World, Little League International, Little League World Series, what they've done to your, to, to parents and the kids. You can't eat with your kid, but random other people in their hotel that they chose for your kid to stay in where you're not allowed to stay with them are at the same buffet that we have no idea uh, if they are vaccinated or not, touching the same utensils on the buffet as your kids. Uh, all this a whole entire protocol is all being done out of nowhere just because we're getting close to the Little League World Series and they want to say we're protecting the kids. It's all for it's 100%. all theater. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
That is correct. And, and none of this protocol was done any point during the year when you guys were traveling to weekend tournaments. None of this no, was done. Never in the postseason. No divisional playoff tournaments. No state championship tournaments. Not a single Little League official in sight. Not a single mention of protocols or COVID or anything. This all right, so let's all talk about this testing then. The testing, you are a doctor, all right? You're a parent first, but you're a doctor. You've, you've dealt with COVID testing a lot over the last year, uh, so everybody understands that. And the testing is the part that is the most egregious because it was a total you-know-what show for these kids. And not only was it a joke, but they weren't even labeling the tests in front of the people that were being tested, like, hey— your your specimen, right? Your spit in a cup is here. Here is your name on that cup. Right. So I have to tell you this: the saliva test that they use was the is was adopted by Little League International because it's the test that the MLB players use. The difference is is that they absolutely violated Spectrum Solutions protocol for how the test should be administered. Spectrum Solutions is the company that manufactures that test. So when an MLB player takes that test, they are isolated in a sanitary room and a medical professional administers that test, collects their individual sample, labels it, seals it, ships it immediately to Utah to their lab for testing. And there is an intake survey that goes along with that test, meaning they ask the player, do you have any COVID symptoms? Are you healthy? Have you been exposed? They contact trace. It's a whole formal questionnaire. And then they ship that off. And that's the test that the MLB uses. Well, Little League International put all of our children, and I have a picture that I sent to your podcast with a date and timestamp on it showing you exactly how the test was administered. All the kids are huddled together on one conference table. They're all next to each other spitting into cups. There were no medical professionals involved in administering the test. There were no Little League International representatives present during the testing. They did not clean the room before or after the kids gave their samples. Other teams were brought into the testing room at the same time while our kids are spitting into cups one inch away from each other. Then all of the cups are collected in mass. They are not individualized, they are not labeled, and they are not processed in front of any of the coaches or players, so nobody knows whose sample is whose. They are collected by a hotel employee, and then they are held overnight and delivered to Utah the next day, and then the tests are run. All right, hold on. There's something here, there's a point here that I want to make clear. You said that this testing is being done by a hotel employee that I'm assuming has no background in medical, anything None. medical. There was no, there, no there, there, Is this like a front hotel. desk worker that's been tasked with, hey, you're going to get all yeah. of these room reservations, but we need you to spit, have these kids spit in these cups, and then you need to send these off to another state? That's exactly right. And the person who handled the test samples was gloveless, and they never sanitized the table or the conference room in between different state teams taking that test. So you have no idea if this 
eight buck, 10 buck, 12 buck, $15 an hour, non-medical professional, not wearing gloves, not sanitizing anything, even cared enough to, to, to even think how important it would be to make sure that every cup matches the name of the actual player who spit in the cup. That's exactly right. And what kind of training would they have anyway? The manufacturer of the test, Spectrum Solutions, specifically says in its testing format that this is a test to be used by 18-year-olds and older or under the care of a medical professional if they are minors. And there was no medical professional on site to make sure that that test was collected safely. There was no intake survey taken along with each child's individual sample. There was pooling of samples, nothing was isolated, and no patient sample, no player sample was labeled and separated in front of the coach. So, and then we didn't hear back for two days. So, right. Well, that's the other thing I was going to ask you. So you take this test when you get to the tournament. You're, you're two wins away uh, when you get the the horrible news. Uh, two wins away from going to the you know Little League World Series, and all of a sudden they come up to you and they tell you the news. So so explain how they right. informed you that not only was one and only one of your players testing positive for COVID, they claimed, uh, but but two. They treated you guys like you were like a public enemy and and made you leave and pull credentials immediately. Right. So we played West Virginia and beat them on Friday. Um, Then we're getting ready to play Florida at four o'clock on Saturday. We beat Florida and we play one other team and we're going to the world series. And at noon on Saturday, our coach manager, Corey Scott, gets a call saying one of your players tested positive. You have 30 minutes to pack up your kid's stuff and get out of that hotel or we're going to have you arrested. We're calling the police. So no Little League official shows up. Nobody is there to break the news to the kids. They leave it to the manager to destroy these kids. So they're getting ready. They're most excited. They've ever been in their lives. They're ready for the best showcase of their lives. And it immediately goes to their worst nightmare. And then they are told you have 30 minutes to get your stuff and get out of this hotel. You'll be removed from the property by the police. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so, so let's talk about let's talk about the police aspect of this real quick. So it, did Little League tell you, is it Little League, is it, I guess, their protocol to give you 30 minutes to leave a property or face being arrested by the local police? And this would, I'm assuming, including the kids, they're saying, if you don't leave, you're going to be detained, right? Correct. Correct. I, I don't know what Little League International's policy is, but I know that their mission statement talks about the health, welfare, safety, and development of small children. And they in an instant turned on a dime like us, like a rabid dog. And they threatened us. They were hostile and they immediately threw the kids out on the street. Now, mind you, all of the parents are staying at different hotels because they won't let their kids stay with them. So we have to drive through traffic to get over there. And the kids are crying. It is the worst scene of horror and tragedy you can imagine for a little kid. And what were the, what were the all... kids reaction, though, to being treated like they were criminals? I mean, my, my son is very literal. If he hears that you've got 30 minutes to get out before the police get here, he thinks he's going to jail. That's how he would interpret sure. that. Oh, of course. It was complete terror. What, what does a little kid know? You're going to call the police? What does a 12-year-old know about the police coming for them? On top of the fact that they've just been absolutely crushed and devastated, they're gearing up to play this game on ESPN, and then they're told, get out, and they come out. They, we're not allowed to go into the hotel, of course, because of COVID. Only the strangers can go into the hotel. We are outside in the parking lot, and our kids are thrown out to us crying hysterically, no gear, no um, counselors. And it's very funny because Little League International put on their website this big display of how they have all these trained professionals and counselors to talk to the kids about their isolation and their quarantine and being forcibly separated from their parents and dealing with the anxiety of covid and here they are throwing these kids out on the street with the threat of arrest immediately. And there is not a single counselor, therapist, professional, Little League representative at the hotel. No one. 
Let's talk about the child that uh, they said had COVID. Um, There's two parts of the story that I know, but for everyone listening right now, I think it's important that we go through this. You as a doctor, you guys immediately had the gut instinct to get that child tested with a swab appropriately and uh, other people tested because you knew that they'd been in this bubble, right? So if one kid goes down, the chances that several others would go down with COVID that should have tested positive for COVID as well would have happened, especially knowing that every kid was tested just days before the appropriate way uh, through, you know, before you guys even left for the tournament, you guys find this out. You're like, we're, we don't believe it, right? It could have been a mislabel. It could have been contaminated. Uh, they weren't even marking these tests the right way. The person giving the test was a hotel worker and not labeling them, not wiping things down. It, their hands, their fingers, anything could have been all over this cup before they sealed them off and shipped them off. You guys go get this kid tested. Did he test positive for COVID? No, he tested negative, immediately tested negative with the rapid test, with the nasal swab. He uh, was asymptomatic. Nobody on the team was symptomatic. If you were really worried that you had a positive player who had been quarantining with the rest of his team, if you're Little League International and you're really concerned about the health, safety, and well-being of the players, why would you throw them out on the street minutes after you've just crushed their dreams? Wouldn't you worry that you're now exposing even more people to a COVID outbreak? There was no concern whatsoever. There's never been an ounce of follow-up. They never called to check on this child. They never called to check on his family. They never called to check on our team. And we, he, fortunately, he has had multiple, every single day, negative COVID tests. The team has had multiple negative COVID tests. But how would Little League International know that they've never contacted us? But you know what? They that was my do? other question I was going to ask you. So so if they're supposed to be protecting and taking care of these kids, right? Uh, and my guess with me, by the way, we, this story is just shocking, incredible, is, is Greg Davis is a father, also a board-certified uh, physician, an MD, not a PhD, uh, whose kid was on this Greenville Tar Heel All-Stars te- team, uh, it's and you guys were treated like you were. I would describe terrorists, right? Get out, leave yes. your leopards, yeah. move away. But the, the Little League World Series, the the question I asked you when I found out about the story was, well, have they at least contacted you to check on the kid or other kids or to see if there is an outbreak, right? If this was a super spreader among your team or other teams that could have been in the room with them while being tested, has Little League, as Little League, this organization. Little League International one time reached out to the child, the parents, or the team to check on this kid since you guys got this news on Saturday. Not once. Not once. And we called, and I want everybody on your listening audience to understand this. We called Dan Belty, V-E-L-T-E, Dan Belty, Senior Executive of operations management at Little League International. And we left, he wouldn't answer his phone. His number, by the way, is 570-244-1093. We called him. Our manager, Corey Scott, begged him, please, this child is asymptomatic. He was just COVID negative, tested twice earlier this week. He has no symptoms. Can we please retest? We just retested, he's negative. They said, 
we don't care about your negative test. Our test says you're positive. You're done. Now, the contract that Little League International made our team and players sign says that they will take every effort to ensure that a positive test is truly positive and that they will corroborate the positivity of the test in collaboration with their healthcare provider to make sure that the patient has no symptoms, is not contagious, is not spreading, does not need medical attention. None of that happened. The contract also says that they will allow you to play minus your COVID positive player if you can field a team of nine. We had an entire team of COVID negative players, even by their own shoddy standards, ready to play. And they said, no, you get out. You're not playing. You're disqualified. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How many, I'm assuming, that you guys aren't the only team that's had to deal with this. I'm assuming uh, if since there's so many kids there, so many tests being done uh, within this Little League International because it's teams from all over the country that other teams have had kids that have tested positive, have they been treated the exact same way that you guys uh, with the Greenville Tar Heel All-Stars were treated? 
Absolutely. On that same tournament uh, schedule out in the South, we had East Texas, Oklahoma, and Mississippi were all disqualified from their tournaments because of a single positive test in an asymptomatic individual who repeatedly subsequently tested negative. The entire, all the teams tested negative and they still banned them from play. In Oklahoma's case, it was the manager who's a surgeon who gets tested regularly at his hospital who was asymptomatic. And when they told him he had a positive test, he said, there's no way I am not positive. I do not have COVID immediately went out and got another test. The test was negative and none of his players even had a positive test. And little league international said you're disqualified. And they were a fantastic team that had a very good chance of winning it all, just like the East Texas team. So to be clear, because this does sound like total insanity, um, for many people that are listening, it is obvious that what they were trying to do is anyone that got, you know, a negative test back, they wanted you guys, which your PR problem to them at that point, right? You could put a wrinkle uh, in their big money contract with ESPN. They want to act like everything's perfect and kumbaya. So you guys are dismissed and kicked out of your hotels in 30 minutes, kicked out of town so that you can't cause problems. So the game will go on. That's right. So Dan Velty, senior operations management executive at Little League International, finally had the guts to call me back when I called his number. And we discussed this. And I told him, I said, I'm the physician who on the parents' Zoom meeting brought up this exact scenario. You banned my question from being viewed by the parents, and you glossed over my question and pretended it was never asked. Now we're in this situation. How can you kick this team out? How can you do this to Oklahoma and East Texas and Mississippi? Everybody has had subsequent negative tests, and everyone is asymptomatic. Nobody has COVID. He said to me, quote, just because everybody has had multiple negative COVID tests and has no symptoms does not mean they don't have COVID. That defies really, medical. Dan? That I mean, that really, defies medical yeah. logic. That, 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 I mean, really, that doesn't Dan. make any sense. No, and that's why you have a person who knows nothing about medicine, science, or the facts. It was their sheer arrogance and pride that had them stick by their lousy test with its completely flawed collection process in a false quarantine situation where they are exposed to random strangers, but banned from being near their own parents. And how did, how did they deal with this? Well, it's very interesting as this started to implode on them, they, (laughs) they started to change the goalposts, right? So, Now we find out the next day that Nevada played their entire state championship with COVID positive players. And they say, well, that was last. I would say, how did they, how did they get away with that? How did, how did Nevada have their entire tournament to go to the little league world series with COVID positive players that they knew were COVID positive, who actually were COVID positive on the field. Because during the state tournaments, little league international has no COVID policy. 
So these kids play. And then Little League International says to them, after they see how they were so unfair to Texas, Oklahoma, and North Carolina, they tell them, oh, well, that was last week. So if you guys are COVID negative now, uh, you guys can play. And then they have the Hawaii team with a COVID positive player on the team. And then they say the next day for him, oh, well, he can't play, but everybody else on Hawaii, they can play. What? And (laughs) to make it even, here's the biggest salt in the wounds. Little League International is hosting the Little League Softball Girls World Series in Greenville, North Carolina, as we speak. Where your team's from. Where our team is from. So our team is out, sitting at home, crying, trying to process what's been done to them, still shell-shocked, and the ESPN cameras are rolling for the Softball World Series, and the team from Zionsville, Indiana, had three positive COVID tests last week. And Little League International released a statement that said, well, that was last week, and we're really close to having the World Series and starting to broadcast, so we're going to allow the Zionsville team to participate. So in other words, if you got COVID early on and they could dismiss you and a team could take your place and it didn't disrupt the TV uh, broadcast, then it was kick you out and dismiss and, and threaten to have you arrested uh, and destroy the kids' futures, or, or I should say their moment in history, not their future, but the, you know this moment they've worked hard for. But if your kids get COVID when we've sent too many teams home who've lost or been kicked out due to COVID protocol – then we'll work with you because we now need you for TV time. Exactly right. The only thing ESPN and Little League International care about is filling the bracket on TV. They didn't care if the right team, the best team, the deserved team was in that slot. So as they get closer, and that's the irony, I heard after we left Southeast Regional, they stopped testing the players because if any other team had tested positive, they wouldn't have brackets. Florida already got the easy pass to the Little League World Series because we were disqualified and they never had to play the best team there. So, And when you guys say the best team, I want to go back to this so people understand. That's not you just pontificating. You guys were undefeated in in play this year, in regional play, in the tournament. You guys were undefeated. Uh, If you were a betting man, the Greenville team – the Tar Hill All-Stars, you guys were a mature team. You're in the older age of the bracket. You had the experience, and you hadn't lost a game yet, and you were just two wins away from going to the Little League World Series. This was not out of the realm that not only you guys could make it there, but also do some damage in the Little League World Series. That's correct. And we only had one game in Warner Robins, to be clear. We were undefeated in divisional play and state play, and – We were the only team to get to Warner Robins that was undefeated along the road to get to Warner Robins. That's what I want to be clear about. And just like they talk about in the media that the Nolansville, Tennessee team, it's so hard for them to get out of Nashville because there's such heavy competition. Well, Tar Heel All-Stars in Greenville, North Carolina, had to defeat the North State All-Stars in Greenville, North Carolina. And that was our hardest competition by far. Getting out of Greenville is the absolute hardest thing for a team to do to try to make it to the World Series. This community has a multi-decade storied history 
of being a national icon in Little League Baseball. We have been to the Little League World Series several times, most recently to the quarterfinals in 2017, and we are a known force to reckon with in the realms of Little League Baseball. So the fact that they kicked our kids out is so unconscionable. I, I just can't express enough. It's all for the cameras, bro. It's all for the, the cameras. Recklessness, it's horrifying. And the fact that they would literally not care, they did the antithesis of everything Little League International's mission statement stands for. They did the exact opposite to our children. And lastly, course, lastly, you know, I want to I ask you this question. Is, you look at these kids. Is there any way that you guys could play again, or is that moment gone for this season? So is there any way to fix this? The, well, here's, here's the problem. So we, we have a position statement that was created, released by the parents, that catalogs all of the ways that Little League International reneged on its contractual obligations to our team, all of the ways that they violated their policies, their own protocols, and all of the ways that they absolutely inflicted damage upon our children. Oklahoma and East Texas are in the throes of a lawsuit to try to uh, hold the League International accountable. Greenville, North Carolina, is in a different position because without the local Greenville Little League organization throwing its weight behind our lawsuit, we have no standing in a court of law. The individual players or families cannot get satisfaction in a court of law because it was the team that was disqualified. It was the team that was discriminated against. And so without the local backing of Greenville Little League supporting our lawsuit, we have no way to fight this in court. So the only option we have is to fight this in the court of public opinion. Because quite honestly, with Oklahoma, East Texas, and Greenville being eliminated prematurely with zero COVID positive players zero they have no idea who the rightful players and teams should be advancing to the little league world series there should be an asterisk on this little league world series it is a thousand percent tainted you is no clear winner without having come through us and let, let um, me ask you one, one other quick question did espn do they know what happened to you and these other teams around the country, or are they just ignorance is bliss? And the Little League, the Little League organization, Little League organization, uh, international. Do you think they've hidden this from ESPN, or do you think ESPN very much knows exactly what's happening to you guys, to these kids that are just treating like? Uh, now, I, I would argue, you know, this is nothing like child labor. I mean, it's basically like show up, give us a game, we'll throw it on TV, and we're going to make money off you guys. Yeah, here's the best part. ESPN knows exactly what's going on because we listened on that Saturday how they explained away our no-show on the 4 o'clock time slot. And they did not say COVID-positive player. They did not say the team has COVID. They were very, very tactful in their duplicity. They said that due to Little League's COVID protocol, North Carolina can no longer play. Huh, how cute. <laughs> Very savvy. 
bunch of lawyers at ESPN. But the problem is they know exactly what's going on. And the other way you know is because they revoked all of the visitor passes from North Carolina because they didn't want anybody on TV with a North Carolina shirt on their show. And it is all about the money. It's all about the brackets. ESPN doesn't care one lick about these kids. And the contract that the players' parents had to sign literally says that the kids have no right to their likeness, no right to their persona, no right to their images, no right to their play, and that they are fully able to be exploited by any third-party affiliate, sponsor, ESPN, or Little League International. So it is exactly like child labor laws. They exploited these kids to put them in a funny, in a, in a beautiful little package of America, Americana, apple pie, family. I mean, what is more American than little kids dreaming of playing baseball, getting to play baseball on a national stage? I, I mean, that is the most patriotic thing that I can imagine. And ESPN, Meanwhile, behind the scenes, you guys imagine. are ripped from your kids. Your kids are threatened with arrest if they don't get out of the hotel in 30 minutes. Your passes are revoked, and you can't be there when a, when a medical test is being done to your kids. Right. And nothing about the way they handled these children in the hotel was according to COVID standards or protocol. Random strangers next to our children unsanitary eating conditions, unsanitary testing conditions, everything done in the dark behind closed doors, no medical professionals on site, no counseling for the children after they threw them out on the street, no follow-up with any potentially positive players, no apology, no I'm sorry, just the righteous indignation of Dan Velty, senior operations management executive at Little League International, just pure unapologetic arrogance and pride. Yet their cowardice shows through because they won't call anybody. They won't talk to the coach. They won't talk to the press. They've got a gag order on ESPN to not talk about it. So thank God for venues like yourself that can sort of let parents know because no matter what sport your child plays, whether your child plays any sport or not, I feel like every mother and father when they hear this story, they're going to be horrified by the way corporate avarice takes the front seat while kids' dreams take the back seat. One other thing, ESPN, uh, we know Little League uh, International has not checked on the child that they think has COVID, which doesn't. Uh, that kid has been tested now how many times? Four, five. Okay, so multiple tests at different places. Um, has ESPN checked on that child? No. Okay. No. So, so ESPN that hasn't checked on that child, and neither has Little League International. I've got one better for you, Ben. Um, the Little League Softball World Series is here in Greenville, North Carolina, and there were parents from Little League Tar Heel team that were going to help volunteer and work at the Softball World Series as part of community effort and unification and all that. When they went to get their passes to be able to go volunteer, they were told, per COVID quarantine policy, you are not allowed to be at the Softball World Series. You will not have a pass. You will not have access to the Softball World Series. 
This is wow. the parents staying at a different hotel. Nobody was positive. The positive player was never positive. And all of the families have been banned from showing up at the Little League Softball World Series because ESPN and Little League International do not want to risk any, any spotlight that would be anything other than the lie that they portray, which is Americana, apple pie. It's all about the kids. We love nothing kids. wrong here. Nothing to see here. Nothing Everything's see. perfect. Right. Exactly. Incredible for people that want to get in touch and support you guys. There's a couple of things I know you can do. One, you can uh, obviously share this um, story right here. Make sure you share it with your family and friends, post it on social media, uh, help this story go viral, send it to other people in media, uh, send it to any sports reporters, little league reporters, people that would cover this story or might give it uh, even more attention, which it deserves. Uh, I, shame on ESPN for this and, and Little League International for treating your kids this way. Uh, but if people want to find out more or see that letter that you guys did to Little League uh, International, where can they get that? They can go on social media, hashtag GLL Tar Heel Statement. If they go right. hashtag GLL Tar Heel Statement, they will see the full parent statement with all of the list of grievances and reneggings on the part of Little League International. They will see the test results. They will see pictures of the kids. They will see pictures of the testing format because we have the pictures of them being shoulder to shoulder spitting into cups in an unsanitary conference room, absent of adult supervision, other than the front desk employee of the hotel. Uh, they will see our whole story uh, and they'll see pictures of the team. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know how you can get any satisfaction. I have to tell you that as a Christian, everybody says everything happens on God's timing, God's plan. We don't understand why things happen. I am trying to use this horrendous tragedy. The only thing I can do to show these boys and my son in particular that we support them and that we will fight injustice is to let our voices be heard. And I'm grateful for a forum like yours to let that happen. We are not going to quit. Little League International does not get to exploit our children, throw them out like garbage for no good reason, and then go on to have a successful broadcast experience of perfect Americana patriotic baseball. Not going to happen. Well, not just that, threatening to, to arrest your kids. I, I mean, I, I think it's a time that we at least get a statement from ESPN about the threat of arrest of children uh, because they had COVID and they wanted the bad story, right, to get out of town so that no one would even exactly. know what happened. Uh, that, that's what this really boiled down to. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, telling your story. Greg, I hope you guys uh, get some sort of justice for what was done to your kids. Uh, Little League International should be ashamed. ESPN should be ashamed of what, how they've treated you guys. Again, neither of them even checking on the kids that they think are COVID positive. And they maybe they're not checking because they know they got it wrong. Maybe they know that the other four they or five know. tests the kids got, you know, they, they screwed up here and they just said, all right, we, we won't even call them. But uh, it, it's disgusting the way they treat your kids. And, and I hope this gets fixed. Greg, thanks and, and good luck with everything you guys are dealing with. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Ben. As I said a moment ago, if you want to help these kids out, Help us get this story out. Share this on social media. Take this link. Share it on social media. Uh, this is not a traditional podcast that I do, but this story I thought showed just the how bad the corruption and the BS is uh, dealing with all this. Uh, it's disgusting. 
Uh, it, that's all I can say. It is disgusting how these kids are treated. Share it, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.